Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who put the nut in health nut, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week we looked at what could be one of the most important things that you could do to improve your diet and that is to cook your own food. We also gave some good tips on how to make cooking your own food a little easier. So if that's something that appeals to you, check out last week's podcast. This week, we're going to try to help you live just a little bit more pain-free, because a lot of us, as we age, have developed the what we call our bad knee or our bum shoulder or, or whatever, and you start getting just a few more aches and pains, usually at the joints, Sometimes it keeps us from sleeping. Sometimes it keeps us from exercising. It, it presents a little bit of problem. And I know that this is a fairly common problem because in 2017, $34.3 billion was spent in the United States on over-the-counter pain medicine. Now, three weeks ago, I talked to you about do you need a multivitamin because there were a lot of deficiencies in our diet. But I can assure you that ibuprofen or acetaminophen or aspirin, none of those are deficiencies in our diet. So we don't need to supplement with them. So that's not what's causing our pain. What we need to do is we need to get to the root of what's causing our pain and see if we can fix it. Now, at this point, the nerd and science teacher, which is probably the same part of me, just gets a little bit excited because I get to do a quick science lesson. I'll try to keep it reasonable. All of the things in our body, all of our organs and everything, they're made up of cells and the cells are very squishy. So whenever you look at the the different tissues, they pull apart real easy and we need to be a little tougher than that. So built in surrounding, it's a 3D network, a whole big web that surrounds almost every cell in our body. It's connective tissue called the fascia. And this fascia, it surrounds all your muscles, all your organs, all your glands, all the tissues in your body. And it's super, super stretchy, but it's super, super strong. And it's all connected. So the fascia in your toe connects all the way up to the fascia in your ear. So it's all connected through, which is a good thing. But it also can cause a problem because if you get a slight injury, then the fascia will bunch up. It's supposed to be a bunch of little independent fibers, but they'll bunch up and make a knot. And when it makes a knot, that pulls on that part. Well, you know, if you pull on a a big web of something, like a a fishnet, part of it is going to get tighter and part of it's going to get a little looser. And that's what happens with your fascia. And you're thinking, okay, that makes sense, but why does that make me hurt? Well, most of us do a lot of the same things during a day. If your job is to load boxes or your job is to build a house or your job is to sit at a desk and work at a computer, whatever it is, we do a lot of the same things and we use a lot of the same muscles. When you overuse a muscle, it gets slightly injured. When it gets injured, the fascia bunch up and it makes that muscle short and tight. When the muscle is short and tight, it pulls the next joint out of joint, so to speak. Then whenever that happens, it pulls another muscle out of place because it pulls tight on it, causes it to become injured, which causes the next muscle to become injured. And so we end up with what they call a kinetic chain dysfunction, which all that means is because you've got a tightness at one spot, 
it causes tightness to go all the way up or down through your body. And remember that fact, because I'm planning on coming back to that in just a second or two. So knowing this, how do we fix the tight fascia? How do we get our muscle imbalances fixed out? And the simple thing is you just need to do probably some self-myofascial release. And that's a complicated enough thing that I'm just going to do a whole episode on that soon. So we'll just skip that for the moment and say self-myofascial release and stretching. And when I say stretching, I don't mean the little brief uh, 10 second stretch that you would hold before you do PE in middle school. I mean a deep targeted 30 minute, 30 second to two minute long stretch. Now, when you do this, it's best to know which muscles you need to stretch because um, you don't want to stretch the ones that don't need stretching. And you also probably need to stretch on a regular basis. That's where the problem comes in because pretty much nobody likes to stretch. Almost everybody I know that exercises, they skip the stretch and they skip the stretch when they're done. They don't have the warm up. They don't have the cool down. They may walk on a treadmill a little bit before they work out. But when it comes down to it, they don't do the stretching that needs to be done. And the rest of us, most of us don't stretch in the morning and stretch in the evening like we probably should. And it shows in the fact that we have the bad knees and we have the bad shoulders. And we have trouble sleeping at night. Now, I actually perfectly get it because I don't like to stretch either. It just seems like such a waste of time. I've got other things that are more important that I want to do. And so I think, well, I'll stretch later. And what happens is I get to the point that my knee hurts bad enough or my shoulder hurts bad enough or I can't sleep because my hip hurts bad enough. And so I will actually do my stretching. I'll do my foam rolling. I'll do my stretching. And after a couple of days, I start feeling better. And then after a week, I get to the point, it's like, wow, I feel great. I don't hurt. I'm able to sleep. And so I stop stretching and it comes back. Now, I'm sure that a lot of you are a little more self-disciplined than that. And you can manage to say, okay, I'm going to put it on my schedule. I'm going to do my 10 minutes stretching in the morning. I'm going to do 10 minutes of stretching in the evening. And, and I'm going to improve my range of motion. I'm going to cut down the amount of pain that I'm experiencing. And that's not all because studies have shown that people who stretch on a regular basis, I told you the fascia, it's all connected. And when you get the fascia loosened up and you get it stretched out and you get it hydrated and you get it like it's supposed to be, it carries that benefit to other parts of the body. So once again, people who have participated in a stretching routine on a regular basis actually have much more flexible blood vessels and are much less likely to have a cardiovascular event than those people that do not stretch on a regular basis. So it's not just about being able to move. It's beneficial to your entire body. Now, remember when I said that whenever you get a thing that pulls in one place, it's going to pull the next place and pull the next place. What that turns out to mean is that very seldom is the place you're experiencing pain the place that's the problem. Sylvie Patrick, who works for Trigger Points, who is one of the leading manufacturers of self-myofascial release devices, said that where you're hurting is the scene of the crime. The murderer has already gone somewhere else. You got to go find where the murderer is and take care of that. Case in point. Most people will say, oh, my hamstrings, the backs of my legs, they're so tight. I'm going to do a toe touch. I'm going to try to stretch those out. Almost always, 
they're tight because the fronts of the legs are tight and they're pulling your hip flexors. They're pulling down on your pelvis and causing your hamstrings to be tight. They're also causing you to have a backache. Another common example is if someone complains with a sore shoulder, it's quite likely something that's wrong with their ankle on the opposite side and it transfers all the way up and it pulls down and causes their shoulder to be sore. So what do you do to stretch? I can't really describe all of it here on this podcast. A great thing to do is find a good yoga class, one that you can enjoy. There's a bunch of different kinds of yoga out there and a bunch of different yoga instructors. Find one that you enjoy. Try a yoga class. That's an all-over stretch. Now, if you don't have time to mess with that, do a targeted stretch. Um, There's plenty of different videos online, and a lot of them are good that tell you how to stretch the different areas. I would like to challenge you to Look online, find videos for doing this, and figure out how to stretch your hip flexors, your calves, your chest muscles, and your latissimus dorsi. And you just have to look those up and do the stretches on those. Do a couple of them in the morning and a couple of them in the evening. Do stretch each of those at least once a day for the next week and see if you don't feel better. And I hope this will help to make your fitness journey just a little bit funner, and we will talk about self-myofascial release soon. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.